What's going on, guys? Welcome back again to the Real Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Richards, and this is about my real life. So the biggest thing for me going on right now, and I kind of talked about it in the last episode, is getting back to work. Now, I'm sure a lot of you guys are working, you know, employed, doing whatever it is that you do for your regular job. I am not that fortunate and not in a good way or a bad way. I just haven't been working. I've been lazy as hell. Finally, it seems that I'm going to have the opportunity to get back to work, work every day, blah, 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 whatever. And I just remember what it was like to come out of school and actually work full time. And it was it was weird. It was like an adjustment. And I feel like I'm going to have to go through that whole process again. It's very difficult to explain to someone what it's like to just not be employed for like 17 months. And I'm on the precipice of basically being back to full-time employment. And it's really starting to make me like kind of anxious and nervous because it's just something I'm not used to doing. I'm not used to being on like this so much and, you know, working so much and yeah, getting paid will be nice, but it's just, that's the, be the one thing for me that's going to be the biggest adjustment. And now I'm doing a lot of pre-production for this new show I'm putting together. And it's going to just be a lot to figure out because I'm just so used to being a lazy piece of shit that sits around the house and does what I want. And yeah, I work here and there when I do a bit of freelance work, but this would be, you know, actually doing a lot. And I have a meeting tomorrow. Uh, If you're listening to this on Friday today with a real estate brokerage to finally get signed on to do real estate. And that should be fun. You know, I'm pretty excited about that. I've been waiting what feels like almost six weeks to get this kind of sorted out. But now that's basically there. Hopefully get signed up. Started putting together my database of people. And it's funny because like knowing me, I'm not going to have too many people in that list, which is fine. I'm not really worried about that off, off the bat because it's just it is what it is. And I kind of made my own bed in that respect. If I was more social, there'd be more people in there. I'd have more connections, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not. That's just not who I am. And I'm okay with that. You know, it's not something to be discouraged by in any sense. It's just who I am. I'm I'm very much independent, do my own thing, talk to very few people. It's just who I am. I'm not going to beat myself up over it, but it is going to be, like I've talked about before, a bit of an evolution for me personally. I'm going to have to start meeting more people, talking to more people, building connections with people, following up with people, friends, family, whoever, um, to hopefully build up a network of people to sustain a business for myself. Um, because that's what I don't have right now. But that's part of the reason why if I'm able to do this new show that can help kind of me float myself while I learn the business of real estate. So I'm not just making no money while still working a lot and trying to get deals and all this through real estate. But it's really interesting to see kind of the team that we've put together and the people I'm going to be working with on the real estate side, because they're all very, very experienced, very good at what they do. So I'm super excited from that standpoint just to work with them, learn from them. And it will be a process. Like they're not just going to give me all these leads and all this stuff for me to run down. That's not how it's going to happen. Like I may have to start doing some cold callings, um, just following up with certain leads, blah, blah, whatever. But for me, it's all relevant experience to the business and just learning how to deal with people, approach people, talk to people. Um, I think I'm pretty good in that respect, but it will be just learning the tools of the trade to make myself a better realtor from the jump. Right. And once I get started, then I'll feel more comfortable with just having these conversations about dollar figures and where do you want to live and how do I build kind of a customer profile, customer experience for them to go through when they're working with me. And once I refine that, my business, I think, will really take off. And that's what was explained to me by by my buddy, Sammy. He was telling me all about how he's so focused on customer experience. He's a mortgage broker. And and so it's something he 
didn't really ignore, but didn't really address early on in his career. But now he's starting to focus a lot more on the experience side. How is my process for my customers from start to finish? And how do I make that even better to get more referrals, to keep them coming back, to keep them happy? All of these things that are really important, obviously, when dealing in a service industry. So he told me, that if I focus on that from the beginning, I'll be much better off because I'll be kind of where he is now. Maybe my client list isn't very big, but it'll hopefully lead to more referrals and a larger network faster where he's focusing it now like year three, year four in of his business. And he said he wishes he started from back then. So that was kind of his one piece of advice to me when we met a couple of weeks ago, just to discuss like my my approach to the industry and how I'm going to go about it and all those various things. But the biggest thing for me right now is like I kind of talked about is is figuring out who do I want to be and how are my days going to be structured? And it's been the hardest part because every day has been so different for me. Like, and I have such a split focus between doing pre-production for this new show and then doing real estate stuff. And because the real estate stuff isn't really in fruition, like I have to get registered. I have to pay a couple of fees. I have to be acclimated to the brokerage. I'm going to have probably an orientation type thing. I have to go through all these various hoops that haven't been put in place yet that will hopefully be clarified on my meeting tomorrow on Friday. But for now, I've just kind of been working on the show, trying to figure out how it is we're going to make it work, how I'm going to produce it, how, you know, things are going to be set up, lighting, all these various things that are really important. Um, And then just obviously it's practice the flow of the show, how it's going to work and how it's ultimately going to come together. But I'm super excited about that. It's going to be a whole big journey for me, like the next probably four months of my life are going to be just, I feel like they're going to be crazy because just to go from basically not even working to having a full-time job doing one thing and then trying to as well build a career doing something else, it will be a completely different shift for me, but it's kind of like I'm making up for lost time. Um, all All this time I've been kind of building skills, building towards this moment and it's time for me to just figure it out now and just execute and, you know, do my best and and then not so much worry about the results immediately. So like I've talked about, I don't have to get all these results. I don't have all these bills piling up. I'm not in trouble financially, but I do need to, now that I have the opportunity, make the most of it, right? A lot of people want to be in a place that I'm in right now, and they're not. Um, a lot of people could be in the place I'm in right now, but they're not as fortunate as I am. And I can't take that for granted at the end of the day. I have to remember that... Everything I've earned um, is not always me, myself, earning it. It's through the partnerships I've made with people. Um, some of the people that I, I've stuck with for a long time have really helped me get to this point. And as well, just learning from people and not being will, not being so focused on being that guy from the very beginning. Um, a lot of people try to make a name for themselves right away. And it's not always easy to do. Sometimes you have to go through your own process, figure out who you are. Where is your best role? How do you fit in this ecosystem the best way possible? Whatever your industry is, not everyone's going to be the CEO of the company. Some people have to be the CFO or the CMO or whatever that job is. They may strive to be the CEO, but that may just not be in their path. That may not be where they're best utilized, where they excel. And I think that's kind of where I'm at in some respects. I can do things for myself, but I I still think that I excel very well assisting others. And I think to some people that's kind of like a limited ceiling type of environment because you're never going to be, like I said, that main guy. But there's a lot of people who will pay good money and will help people who are that type of individual, that support system, that person they can bounce ideas off of for that type of advice. And there's a lot of people in my life I have now who will do that. You know, they, they are trying to figure out things in their own lives and they may ask me questions and see what my opinion is because 
that's just a role I've kind of found myself in. And it's, it's worked out pretty well for me so far. Um, like I said, that's kind of what led me to real estate was following in the footsteps of someone who I've been getting closer to. Um, and then doing this, the whole video side and, you know, producing live streams now and all of that stuff is going to be a little bit different from what I'm used to. I'm, I'm much bigger into post-production. Um, as people who've seen my video work, I put out a video last week or I finished a video last week that went out. I don't know how many views it got, probably like five, 6,000 or whatever on Twitter. And it was like awesome, had a lot of fun with it. This will be completely different. You know, it's it's not something that I'll be doing as easily as I did before, kind of on my own time. Everything will have to be pre-planned out. And that's what's kind of the hard part right now is figuring out how everything will be structured, the layout, and then obviously practicing what's going to be going on because there's so many things that are going to be different from what I do now, but there will be a lot of the same things. There will still be promotional material. There will still be managing on the back end on the YouTube side, but it will be a very different type of opportunity. And I think a lot of me is not worried about it, but I just want to see it all come together in a way that I can be happy with it and proud of it because it's not something that's easy to just throw together. It takes time. It takes commitment. It takes a whole bunch of things. And it's it's not something that it's going to happen overnight. And I have to remember that. And like I talked about before, being patient, practicing, learning, um, not putting up so much pressure on yourself to do it all in one shot, do it all in a week. Um, even for me, every day I kind of brainstorm new ideas, come up with new concepts, slowly things are coming together, but definitely it's going to take time. And I fully understand that. And I'm okay with that. And especially on the real estate side, that's kind of my biggest thing right now is that I don't know anything about it. Um, I know what I need to know as far as managing the forms, helping the customers understand what this they're signing up for all the various trades that I've been taught throughout my education. But I have to actually learn how to sell houses, how to sell myself to people because I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And so it's finding the ways to manage these relationships with people, how to best assist them with their needs and not always talk about my needs um, because my needs are very different from what their needs are. But I think for me, it's finding just people that align with my values. And I've talked about this a lot. And I think it's so, so important when you talk about creating because it's really easy to fall into the trap of doing what is successful to other people. But that's not always going to be what's going to make you successful. It's not always going to be what makes you you. And I had to get checked on this doing a show where I was trying to be somebody I wasn't. And I was trying to kind of play a role, play a persona, like doing more than who I was. And I had to, and I was told the reason why you're here is to be you, not to be someone else, not to fill a role or or be a certain persona. Do what makes you you work, do what makes you comfortable, do what makes you, you like, and I think that's just one thing that it's really stuck with me over the last, you know, probably six months or so. It's just to continue to do what makes you happy, right? Be yourself. And if that means that you're not going to fit everyone's cup of tea for who they want as a realtor, that's okay. You want to try and, you know, mold yourself to fit as many people as possible, but there will definitely be a type of person that you just won't want to work with. You won't gel with, they won't like you, you won't like them and you'll have to just go your separate ways, but you can do that in a respectful manner. Business doesn't have to be so cut and dry. It doesn't have to be so ruthless. You can just agree to part ways or go separate directions and that's perfectly okay. You don't have to sever ties or have this little blow up thing with a client. These are just how things go sometimes and you have to roll with those punches. Um, But it's something that I've learned even for me because, you know, like there's been people who've asked me to do work from them and I've done it. And, you know, sometimes I expect certain things out of it and I don't always get it. And 
I think more so than anything is you have to learn to just manage your expectations and, and what are you really expecting? What is realistic and, and how do you maximize your return on your time, your effort um, to these people? Because the more clients I interact with, like I said, there's gonna be certain people that I, I want to do that extra work for. There's people in this world that I want to do that extra work for. And there's people in this world that I just don't like, I, I just know from the get go, I don't really want to work with you. I don't really gel with you. I don't really believe in your vision. I don't really understand what it is you're trying to get out of me, but maybe I need the money or maybe I need to do this or that or whatever. And it's just trying to find ways to maximize who your clientele is and and how do you maximize that time? Um, I was actually talking to a producer, one of my buddies, uh, he connected me with him and he was telling me how it's crazy for him to kind of like have all this catalog of music. And we were talking, I was like, what are you going to do with it? Because I was asking him for a few songs for YouTube and a few other things like that. And he was telling me like he has all these songs and he's not sure what to do with them. He's like, I don't really want to sell them because maybe they're worth more than that. I want to have the creative control over them, whatever. But at the same time, he's just sitting on all of these songs and it's just not the way he operates anymore. He has a whole bunch of stuff that he could use for projects or he could sell, but it's just like he wants to kind of hold on to that. And he, and we talked about potentially like him starting up a subscription service and all these things, but there's just a lot of things that go into that. But for him, he's looking for people that want to produce records, not just buying a beat or him producing a beat for someone. He wants to do it all. He wants to mix. He wants to do all this stuff. And so I totally understand from that standpoint, like he's at the point in his career where he's looking to only work with a certain type of client. And sometimes you do have to be that selective. And even for me, like, doing some small video work and things like that. Some people don't want to meet my price that I want for a video, but it's also a price that I've commanded on the open market. Part of the reason why I get that is because I do a good job, but most importantly is that the people that want to work for me, they keep coming back. Sometimes they're bigger institutions. Sometimes they're, they have more money. But for me, the biggest thing is I want to work with these people. I don't want want to work with people that have budgets, that have more money, because then ultimately I have the freedom to spend more time on their projects. Uh, when you're working on a limited budget, limited time, especially when you want a quick turnaround, it's not always easy to want to work with that person. And it's not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with that. There are people for all budgets in this world. You can go to Fiverr and ask for something probably better than I can do in some cases, but maybe that's just not your cup of tea. Maybe you don't want to go and outsource a video. Maybe you're not comfortable. Maybe you're not sure if it's legit or how hard they're going to work on it. But then you go to someone like me, a freelancer, and I'm going to charge you a lot more money and it's probably not going to be as good. So it's just about like, there's always ways to do things and there's ways to cut corners. There's ways to, ways to save money. Um, but ultimately you want to work with someone who's going to work in your best interest. And I think that's where I come in, right? Like I may ask for, for a bit more money, but I'm willing to do things like voiceover work. I can do editing. I can shoot the whole thing. Like I'm a one-stop shop for all intents and purposes for a lot of things. And I want to make people's jobs as easy as possible. When you start adding in different elements to creativity, the more you can do, um, it can definitely be, definitely be beneficial to assist in someone's vision, right? When you're not sure how something's supposed to sound, how it's supposed to look, all these things, but maybe you have some creative direction of what you want it to look like it makes it very difficult to then show them, okay, well, we need this and that. But if you kind of have a good idea of how you would shoot something, how it would sound, what mics you would record it on, then it can make a big difference overall. But this is just part of the creative process, you know, and something that I've learned over the past year or so. Everyone wants different things and 
The biggest problem for me, honestly, is when I get like a really super open-ended inquiry, Jordan, we need this video for this product. Okay, well, can I use it? Sure, no problem. Uh, well, what do you want in it? What do you want featured? Because I don't really want to just waste my time and, and do what I think is right. Then you come back and say, well, we thought it would look more like this. Well, why the fuck didn't you just tell me that? It's not that difficult. Communication is everything. But some people really don't know what they want. And, and those people are very difficult to work with at times because they don't know what they want or don't want until they see it. But you just wasted all that time for someone when they didn't know what they wanted. So for me, it's like one of those things that knowing how you operate your clientele and, and being very selective with that is is definitely one of the things that I'm still learning a lot. And it's something I'm learning every day because it's not always easy when you're talking about selecting people to work with, work for. Um, and now that I'm be starting this new job, I'm, I'm basically going to have no more free time. The real estate side, I'm still going to try and figure it out. Um, and I don't think I'll be very selective with it. I think I'm just going to do whatever I can, get in front of as many people as I can, build relationships and just work my ass off because I don't, I don't know anybody. I don't know anything. So it's just like make my mistakes and that's okay. And not everything's going to be perfect, but I'm going to be fine with that in the end because I need to learn. That was, was kind of was the hard part for me early on with the video side was I did want to try, but I was very scared to fail. And I think with the real estate side, it's kind of already prepared me for that to struggle, to learn, to make mistakes and just learn at a quicker pace than I did before. There's a lot of things that I don't love about what I do now. And a lot of it, I think, just comes down to my overall anxiety of the products I put out. Um, nothing about me ever thinks I'm the best. Um, and I don't openly think I'm the best. I don't privately think I'm the best. I think I can do things really well. Um, but this is just a natural insecurity of mine and of a lot of people's who create stuff is like, you look at stuff that other people do and you're like, damn, that's really good. Like, I don't know if I could do it quite that good. I could do something similar, but I don't know if it'd be as good as theirs. Um, and you wonder like, oh, did I charge too much for this? Or did I maybe not get what I deserved on this project? Because you see other stuff and you're like, whoa, like, I can't believe you got paid that much for this. And that's where it's just, it's, it's tough sometimes to be out there with your work and put your product out there because it means different things to everyone. And I was talking to, like I said, this guy, Dimitri, he has no idea what his songs are worth. He doesn't know what the beats are worth, but he sent me one song that I was like completely in love with. I texted him right away. I'm like, bro, how is this not like a hit song? Like, I love this song. I want this to be the soundtrack to my life. And uh, he was laughing because it's just like another one of his songs. He's just laying around and it's crazy because to him, it's worth like, it's worth a little bit, but not worth a lot. But to me, it's worth like a ton. And so... I think it's just funny that perspective where you don't know what something's worth to somebody else. You only know what it's worth to you. And it's very quick and easy to devalue your time in this world. But the more time you put in, the more practice you put in, ultimately, you're going to get a higher level of output every single time. And that to me is what's most important now is that I just need to keep practicing and keep learning from my mistakes. And the more and more I do that, the higher my output will be for all of my work, not just my video work or my voiceover work or my podcast. It's kind of all encompassing when it comes to everything that I do. And so for me really now, it's like, how do I just keep practicing? How do I keep making videos? What are the types of videos I'm going to make? And the YouTube side has been something that's been, I've been really struggling with because I want to kind of get back into that. Like I was watching a video today about a new camera and I was like, damn, I didn't even know this was coming out, but this, that's like my own negligence for not knowing, you know, like I could have easily been tapped into that world and like, it's something I wanted to learn. And 
I've been wanting to buy a new camera. And the other day I was on a, I was on a podcast and I tried out a new live stream setup and everyone was like, it looks so good and all that. But there's just lots of things that I'm still learning about myself, about my creative abilities, about the things that I want. Um, the YouTube side was something I wanted for a while and my focus kind of switched a little bit, especially when it came to real estate. Um, I really had to make that a focus to finish that up. And now that it's over, it's like, okay, now on to the next chapter of actually doing it, you know, not just studying it, not just doing the courses, but actually practicing and actually learning. And it's just been a lot of things going on for me lately. And, and I'm going to try and do another pod next week where I talk more about kind of what I've been doing. Um, nothing's been formally announced yet, but it's going to be coming probably pretty soon as I work on promotional material for it. And then the real estate side, I'll probably just talk about every now and then. I'm sure I'll have some funny stories of like dealing with clients and things like that. But for now, it's just figuring things out, um, trying to plan as much as I can, because I know that one day I'm just not really going to have the time to plan. I'm not going to have the time to contemplate what I've got going on tomorrow or the next week or the next month. It's just about trying to put myself in the best position possible to succeed. And I'm just so, so excited for what's to come because it's like, it's a whirlwind of emotions and gratitude and fear and anxiety. And it's just, it's going to be probably one of the craziest years of my life when I talk about like July, 2021 to July, 2022. And I'm hoping after that, it will settle down a little bit. Um, but I say that a lot and things don't really seem to change. They, I kind of get these crazy highs and lows in my life. Um, not that the lows are like anything crazy where I'm like insanely depressed or anything. It's just, I have those crazy highs and then I have a lot of like valleys where it's just kind of like stagnant, nothing really going on. Um, but for me, the biggest thing now is just to keep pushing every day, to keep trying to do my best, to keep learning, to keep um, creating and ultimately put out the best product possible for everyone who's relying on me. Everyone wants to listen to my content, everyone who, who wants to watch my content. Like that's ultimately my goal right now because without everyone who supported me thus far, I wouldn't be where I am. And I have to keep proving to those people that they were right to support me. They were right to follow my content. Um, because I don't want them to ever feel like they wasted their energy or their time on me. And I want to keep getting better for those people. So ultimately the product that they believed in from the beginning will be an even better product than they saw previously. And so that for me is my goal right now to just continue to be better, to keep working and to keep doing the things that I did previously that made me create great things. And so with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Real Life Podcast. I am Jordan Richards. You can follow me on Twitter at Rich. I am on TikTok and Instagram at Imaging, which is more like my photography, videography side. Um, Rich just has a big following. So I left that one on Twitter. Uh, I probably won't change that one because there's a lot of links and stuff all attached to that. But that's okay. Chaboy J. Rich is still a legend on the Twitter sphere in the fantasy football world. So I love it. I like it. It's like a little moniker for me. People call me Chaboy a lot, which is just funny. But thank you guys so much for listening. If you'd like to rate and review the podcast, that would be dope. If you want to share it with a friend, that'd be cool. I'm just a dude who likes to create dope shit, who's just learning, growing, and figuring new things out every single day. So if you'd like to listen to that, if you want to follow my journey, please do check out old episodes if you haven't thank you guys so much for listening and i'll see you guys hopefully next week all right i'm out peace